I'm Are we just... live yet? No. Okay. No, no, that's why I'm ranting. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes. Can you hear me good? That's a yes. sweet setup. John, your your eyes and your beard oh, yeah. to the background. <laughs> what color sheet were you using? Blue? Blue. I can't even see Eric. Oh, no. No, no, put that back up, Eric. Fight <laughs> oh, me, John. Fight <laughs> me. So. John, you're to, talking to. Watch out, my eyes will go blank. I was trying to convince the wife to paint the office in chroma key green. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I'm personally for that, actually. Like, the whole, actually, and then I joke and I was like, let's just do the whole house. That way, no matter where we go in the whole house, you can have, like, <laughs> whatever scene you want. Whatever scene you want. <laughs> Alright, trying to pretend to be a gargoyle. That is me. <laughs> Pretending to be a gargoyle. So Carl was right. I don't, if you guys are seeing what I'm seeing on my screen, then I'm happy with this video. Welcome to Five Guys and the Bible, a weekly podcast where five guys from around the country dig deep into the scriptures and talk about how it relates to life. Thanks for listening, and always be blessed. And we are live. We did it again. One of these days. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> no, but uh, welcome to the, uh, uh, I guess, Easter, Five Guys in the Bible Easter podcast. I guess that's what we're going to call this one. Resurrection podcast. Woo! Forget this yeah, like that one. crap. It's resurrection. I like that one. That's why I've got the the tomb. It's empty. Woohoo! Right. I like it. All right. Well, as before uh, we move forward, let's just go ahead and open up the word of prayer. Uh, I'll open us up. Lord Jesus, time Lord, uh, I'm just thankful that we can meet together. I'm just thankful that we still, that this, this brotherhood that we have here, Lord, uh, that we can come together and we can uh, really just uh, talk about issues, scripture, you, and just really just try to bless each other and bless those that hear us, Lord. And uh, just so thankful for every single one of my brothers and for all of our listeners as well. And so, Lord, at this time, we ask that uh, your words become our words. We ask that you increase and we decrease, Lord. And we ask and just uh, guide this uh, podcast and these things that you ask in your name. Amen. 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 All right. So today is going to be a little bit different in the sense of uh, the topic at hand uh one, should it be controversial? Shouldn't. Uh, let me just, <laughs> with this group, you never know. <laughs> and uh, controversial. Woo! Put the boxing gloves away, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we're really just going to, Easter's coming up. And it's a time of reflection. It's a time of uh, family. It's a, a lot of families get together. A lot of families do a lot of things. But uh, the world's different now. And 
some things that families do are changed. And I know that uh, I've kind of already had this conversation with a couple of people because one of them was really stressed out because they are always meeting with uh, their grandparents and the elderly and they can't. And so they're worried because they haven't been able to really see them. Haven't been, you know, they try to call them and talk to them. And uh, there's that stress and that almost sense of a time that's usually a rejoicing time, a time where we celebrate the resurrection of our king with our family. And we, uh, you know, as a growing up as a good Southern Baptist man, there's always good food, right? And I'm sure some of the other guys probably the same way too. There's always that gathering and that's not going to be like this this year. And I, my heart reached out to them and I really felt, man, I was like, I wanted to help them. Like, but I couldn't be like, Hey, well, why don't you just come over to our house? Because that's not really, I mean, um, you know, I'm going to abide by the rules and the laws govern. I'm military and I've been told certain things. So I'm going to abide by them. So there's uh, it's Easter and these celebrations and things are, are different. I think uh, just different in general. I mean, I think someone said that people who are seniors this year were born in uh, 2001. So they were born 9-11, right? The year of 9-11. And now they're seniors and uh, what they're dealing with. And so that's kind of crazy. So, so much difference. And, but I just really wanted to focus on the Easter since Easter's coming up on uh, kind of what it means for us. Uh, what are some things that we like to do on Easter? And what are some things maybe we're going to change up because of this year and whether or not you think those changes will um, stick or is it just going to be a one and done kind of change? So uh, whoever wants to go first can go. Okay, I'll start. So um, obviously, usually we get together with family uh, and have the family meal and all that kind of stuff. So this year it will be, we're just going to, we picked out a time um, to just do a Zoom. So set the Zoom up at your table and let everyone gather around the table and we'll do that. Um, so that's going to be the different part of it this year. And it'll only be, you know, everyone's like, well, yeah, I can, you know, like, only do like 10 or 15 minutes and I'm kind of thinking like really <laughs> you got some place to go <laughs> and, and also it's we don't, we don't have to travel this year so that's kind of nice I, I like that um yeah you know we'll do the egg hunt still we'll do that out in our yard and then uh everything else will be pretty much the same it's just the the travel and, and who we're going to be you know, around type of thing. And it, we already went out and bought the stuff for the traditional meal that we usually have, you know, the ham, the green beans, cheesy potatoes. That's our, that's our tradition for meal. And then uh, too much chocolate. Yes. Yeah, but you're not a big, you're, you're not a big chocolate guy, are you? No, no. My family hardly ever goes through pints of chocolate ice cream a day. <laughs> um, did you guys do or I don't, well how about the younger kids I know for you uh, like Easter egg hunt uh, did you do anything like that this year or not going to uh, we we were we, we will and then we're gonna do uh, we're gonna color eggs um, usually they color eggs with their grandparents just because we don't use hard-boiled eggs ever so to make them it just didn't really seem like a prudent thing to do it's like all right we're gonna make them and then what we can do throw them away um but my mom's got a killer deviled eggs recipe so 
I just told her that uh, I might have to get that recipe now and told my wife it'll be fine. We're locked in the house. No one will have to deal with me except her. <laughs> She's nice. excited. I was like, yeah, I said, I can just crop dust the house. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yep. Wow. <laughs> she was really thrilled about that one. Okay. Yeah, they all are. It's like, yeah, I can't escape. <laughs> it's like a permanent hot box. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you talk about crop dusting on the, on the radio this morning. They said uh, COVID-19 can now be spread through farts. No way. It was on the radio, so it's got to be true. No, it does not. Reverse <laughs> <laughs> anymore. Your respiratory disease coming out your ass, I don't yeah. think is really possible. But, you know, who yeah. knows? I mean, there's a lot of things that COVID's doing nowadays. Um, yeah, you, yeah. Saw the, you saw the news article with the dude who jumps out of an airplane naked without a parachute, dies of COVID-19. Of course, wow. because he had antibodies in him. So, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, that's, you know, that's some interesting stuff, uh, Arthur. That's going on with that. It's the incredible drop in heart disease deaths and the incredible drop in um, influenza death, and you know everything like that. And then there's been multiple. I've seen multiple doctors in that saying that they've been told if there's possibility of COVID, then that would be the contributing factor. Which I'm like. Come on, let's let's. Are we yep. trying to inflate numbers? What's, stage, what's the deal? There's hiding it in everything. I'm, I'm going to tell you this now. If I have stage four cancer, and I die, I died because of stage four cancer, not COVID nineteen. Of all the stupid stuff I've done in my life, don't <laughs> let some stupid bat flu be what's on my death certificate. I beg you. To be, fair, be on fire. to be fair, I've got, uh, well, hey, we have well, friends who work in the medical field that actually are, um, uh, they take the blood examples and the blood tests. During any of the big ones, so H1N1 swine flu, it was the same thing. Like, they were told if it was a, if they had it, then it's considered a contributing factor, so it gets listed along with those deaths. So, it's not something new. It is something that is relatively common practice just not it's just been brought out to the the known now because of how the the narrative in the media is so <laughs> hey guys i got i got some quick breaking news though um this is pretty important um my three-year-old just uh tood on the potty nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> there you go here we are, breaking news. That's ten years, ten years, diapers in the It's coming to an end. <laughs> Literally, ten years straight. We've had diapers in our house for ten years straight. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we've got and like three, we got three years left. Diapers, and then yeah, exactly. so it's going to continue. <laughs> just gonna be bigger that was diapers. the best part about having triplets was it was all done at the same time. Yeah, no, we've, uh, we've, 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 if you guys have had uh, um, Huggies uh, in your, uh, 401s we've done you well uh, <laughs> because we are an extremely regular family um we believe in the poo so um yes we contribute well, <laughs> well now you can now you can use them as uh face masks yep 
Yeah, the clean ones, yes. The clean ones, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the dirty ones. If you're going to go, go with the Hey, you know what? And I've got, I've got pull-ups and regular ones. So, I mean, I've got sizes from three to six. I mean, we got, <laughs> we got it covered, man. Right over the ears, cut the face out. And you've seen the, the, the um, Joe Biden one from the Babylon Bee today, right? No, Where I he missed cut, that one. He cut out the nose so he could still sniff hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love Babylon B. They've there been they. on point like the last oh, like, hilarious. month or so. It's been awesome. <laughs> but it, it's so great because you can't make this stuff up. Like what he does is just impressive. You got to give it to him. No, I, I, I think you missed the point, Danny. The Babylon B is stuff that's made up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, in this case, think. it was true. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at the Babylon B thing, but they got some stuff, man. They like they showed this whole snippet of just him sniffing hair. It's like, oh man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's got a he's got a different way of greeting people. Like yeah, a dog dude. greeting. Sniffing hair, kissing babies, it works. All right, so we'll go back to Easter traditions. I don't actually have any. So I'm done. (laughs) So as a family, you've never done anything for Easter? Well, when... A special meal, anything? When when we used to live in Interlochen, Florida, we were part of the Lions Club, and we always volunteered to run the Easter egg hunt for the community. But since we've been up here, you know, we tried the whole go out and help the homeless and give them a meal on Easter. Unfortunately, this year doesn't look like they're going to allow us to do that. So I'm going to do it anyhow. They can't stop me. (laughs) So, you know, a cup of love ministry, which you've helped out with, he is still doing it. It's just by himself. So the the place, the building where we went to, where we all gathered, they're not opening up, but he's still going every Wednesday. And then he's going to go, he went last Saturday and street corner. um, uh, He had tape set up, you know, like, Hey, so when cops came by, he's like, look, I've got six feet, six feet. They just stay. And he gives them, he had a little bit of clothes. He had a little bit of coffee. And as they came, and then when he ran out, he ran out. But he still loved on them. And I was like, that is awesome. I may and, do that on Monday. My yeah. wife works this weekend, so no church activities, no going out. So we're just going to sit here and uh, do that. But I think I'm going to – we're going to video call the family just because normally we say, hey – on the phone, but uh, I think that's about it. Cause you know, my sister, she's in Colorado all by her lonesome. I mean, her family's all by her lonesome and call her and see how she's doing. Cause she gets a little stressed out. She has loved the uh, daily videos, by the way. That's nice. nice. That's, that's kind of a new routine for all of us. And, well, uh, not all of us. Well. It'll start now. I got everything. I don't have to worry about my thing crashing on me anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't wait for a sandwich and a Psalms. That's going to be awesome. No, I've been dying to say one bite of sandwich all day. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, no, but uh, I'm glad that, uh, you know, when you told us earlier that your uh, sister has been blessed by that, and I had a 
couple of other people who have uh, I know that they're watching it, and so it's it's nice to uh, to know that at least it's outside of us who's doing it that someone else is getting some benefit. And um, uh, I know I took the weekend off last week, and I might just continue it over the weekend. Uh, I got to figure out tomorrow. I'm going into work tomorrow, so I've got to figure out what time I'm going to do it. Probably be like maybe a little bit earlier. So. Well, I'll go with the Easter stuff. Um, Resurrection. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, so we, uh, yeah, get them boxing gloves on, man. They're on, baby. Yeah. Uh, usually it's just a big meal, and uh, much like John, my parents do the Easter eggs, the hard-boiled eggs. Uh, they, I hide them. I'm if I'm being truthful and honest, I really don't understand the fascination of finding eggs. Um, but the kids love it. So, yeah. Hey. And, uh, you know, this Sunday, uh, much the same. I do, of course, you know, doing a live stream at the church. Um, that takes up the first part of the morning. And then uh, after that, I really don't know what we have planned. So, I want to know... How did Jesus' resurrection get so caught up with this Easter bunny? Fabulous marketing. Pretty much. Hershey, you know, the, the chocolate companies wanted before. wanted to sell more chocolate, and they figured out a way to get it in there. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not even mentioned anymore, you know, Jesus' resurrection. Well, that's the same thing as Christmas and, you know, it's easier to whitewash it and celebrate the stuff that doesn't focus on the Savior and stuff that points towards your sin. Heaven forbid you're not perfect in every way, you special little snowflake. Woo! It's just easier to sit here and focus on indulgence and making it all about you than why we celebrate for a reason. I mean, it seems like even Christmas, there's a, a sect of people who try to keep Jesus alive with it. They do you that know, with these, you know, like I refuse to say Xmas or I refuse to say Happy Holidays. And people are like, I'm saying Merry Christmas because it's got Christ in it. But you don't really hear anyone take up for Easter or for the resurrection. If you say Happy Resurrection Sunday, unless they're a Christian, they think you're weird. Eastern is universally accepted. You can think of it however you want. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's not like you're saying happy Ishtar Day or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, did you guys uh did you guys see our buddy uh Steve jumped on? No. Steve Manders is watching. Yeah. Somebody's watching. That's oh, right. No. Oh. Onishiwa. Onishiwa. <laughs> You're a wishy-wash. Wow. Oh. wow. Hater. But, but he's actually Australian, so maybe we should talk about some shrimps on the barbie. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> Let's bring Bill out the Dundee references. Come on. Bill is jumping... He says, blah, 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 
and Steve Manders is awesome. So oh. apparently we're blah, 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 and Steve needs to host it. All right, yeah. Steve, it's yours. We'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> There I can't is a, put stock into what Bill says anymore. He said he enjoyed hearing Eric's voice earlier. That's just yeah, oh, dude, yeah, not, you can't really. That's <laughs> not what guy. that's not what Bill said, guys. Come on. Yeah, there's definitely definitely a bootlicker amongst the dark horses. Yeah. <laughs> hey, leave Eric out of this. Oh, oh, Arthur, come on, man. We got uh, Jeremiah just joined us, so welcome. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Oh, yeah. Wow, you just got really, really loud quickly. Yes, yes, I did. Yes. And Ryan, uh, Ryan Boddicker, Boddicker, he's from down in Rochester, Minnesota. Oh. Ah. Don't uh, make Bill, me pull this car over. Well, he should because <laughs> his, his previous comment, Sant Key, I don't know what that is. I mean, is that, is that uh, Japanese or is that, probably. is that Australian? <laughs> Bill is well-traveled. So he probably knows language. <laughs> Although he doesn't know how to say uh, car is not a Jeep. <laughs> a Jeep is not a car? What? Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's true either way you say it. Well, well you, know. you shouldn't be take Bill, you shouldn't be texting on a Facebook live video while you're driving anyhow. So please pull the car you over. You should Stay pull over. the car over. Yeah, hey oh. Bill, Bill, for you, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> this this bill is what they call a real Jeep. Notice it's only got two doors. Hey now. Hey. You gotta change with the times. Oh, so you do like the new truck. It's actually starting to grow on me. Gladiator? <laughs> hey, it's got the five bars and the round lights. What else do you need? Eric drives something with that. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> no, no, Eric calls his a Jeep, but I would I never call that thing a Jeep. <laughs> oh, you can just, oh. Eric is a little matchbox car, I'm just saying. It, it's something my kids will put out of the toy, toy aisle at Walmart. I'm offended. <laughs> Don't be offended about that. Be offended about this. That color shows who wears the pants in your family. Okay. <laughs> oh, the yoga pants. Boom. Oh, hey, you better you better get off the yoga pants, Danny. Because my wife, if my wife is watching this and she hears something about yoga pants, she's gonna come down to my man cave and start yoga <laughs> pants. <laughs> she will right, come down here and rip you a new one. We are. Talk about yoga pants. We're no longer uh, Christians, so Christians can't Christian. <laughs> Christians can't wear yoga pants. Talk about yoga pants without sinning. <laughs> oh, well, we could call it the yopas. We'll just call it yopas, then no one will know. Yoga pants yopas. army. Yopas. Oh, yopas. <laughs> is that like, like Christian yoga? All I know <laughs> is, is guys I, saw, I saw a meme about like you know priorities, and it's like like priorities before the pandemic and now afterwards and so like currently like your high priorities is getting out of bed before noon yoga <laughs> pants like those are like the high priorities <laughs> <laughs> like no makeup just no like it's just <laughs> wow uh, all right eric what about you bud east easter traditions resurrection <laughs> yeah hey yes <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. 
man. That's just that, that's just wrong, man. Yeah, it's so powerful it made me blurry. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's the resurrection Sunday festivities that we've had for the past uh for the past several years since I mean since uh the kids were um much smaller. Uh we would we would go over to of course we go to church and then we would go over to uh, the in-laws and have the Easter egg hunt, not resurrection eggs. Cause you know, sorry, they ain't resurrect. Those eggs ain't resurrecting nothing. That's just chasing chickens. That's resurrection. Eggs. You're chasing <laughs> chickens. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and we, you know, hunt for the plastic eggs with all kinds of candy and stuff in it. And of course we'd have a, you know, a, a big meal with the, with the in-laws. Um, you know, this year it looks like um, looks like we'll be doing church um, online <laughs> and just spending time together as a family. Um, we'll probably try to uh, video call the in-laws and video call my parents um, because you know we were um, we were uh, planning on going up in June, but you know with with COVID we have. Um, we have no idea, um, you know, what that's going to hold. So, um, yeah. So that's, that's pretty much what th it's going to look like this year for us. You guys going to try to do anything different or new or? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. We, we, I think I think the wife and I'll talk about it and see you know see if there's anything different we want to you know something different we want to try um you know there's not a whole lot that can be done I mean you know churches are closed or are just broadcasting online um a lot of the uh, restaurants and everything is is uh, uh order out or drive through um you know, I don't know. It may it, it may be time to kind of look at at trying something new and something different. Um, you know, because we we don't know what tomorrow holds. Um, we don't know how long this is. You know, we're going to be under these kind of tactics. Um, so that's just, I mean, that's just one of those things where, you know, it it is what it is. And one thing that we have done. Uh, throughout this pandemic um, is we've had time to uh, we've had time to spend more time together um, I've had uh, I've had some extra time to spend with my um, with my kids um, you know my youngest loves playing Call of Duty with dad so um, we've been able to do that and it's just who wins I do She's not that good yet. Um, she's working on it. Um, there will be a day when she does beat me in Call of Duty on a consistent basis. Um, but until then, Dad still rules the roost <laughs> in, in, in COD. So, um, but yeah, we've just we've just got to spend a lot more time together. Um, I don't know. Have any of you guys experienced this thing where you're spending a lot more time? in proximity to family and have you noticed any i don't know tensions that have come up 
I see, I see, I see John raising his hand, <laughs> but it, it's one of those things where it's, we're not used to it. Normally I get up in the morning, I drive to the office, work all day, come home, eat dinner, maybe have a couple of hours of time with the wife and all. And then it's bedtime and you know, it's, it's a rinse and repeat cycle, but you know, working from home that, um, dynamic has changed because it's not that I'm, you know, half an hour across town. Um, it's like, I'm a five minute trip or less downstairs. Um, if you're like my wife and she can fall upstairs, she can also fall downstairs too. Um, but it's, I mean, it's almost like that's too much in a, in a given time. And, and, um, have, have, have any of you guys noticed that other than John? Well, mine's a little bit different. So like I've been home, so um, I've been taking over the primary role of making a teacher or whatever for, yeah. to do that. And that has, uh, I liked it, um, but it's just a new because it's a different role that uh, my daughter is not used to seeing me in. Yeah. And so for me, it's being home. And so it's just like, and like, I've been exhausted because I've been doing that. And then she still wants to do the typical, like, Hey daddy, now let's play, let's just do this. And I'm like, I just spent the last, like, I need to let me like, and you know, and I've been, we've been painting and spent all this. So I've seen that to where I've had to just kind of uh, adjust, um, you know, because it, we've been blessed that the wife is still able to do her work and, and drive and, uh, uh, and I'm still being paid, even though I don't have to go in. So it's blessed. So I'm trying to I take advantage of it, but it's like soon though, we're going to go back to the old new, right. When, yeah. because I'm actually going to start going back to work once, um, uh, um, to do all these missions and stuff for the Navy, whatever. And, um, and but and then the roles are going to change now it's going to be mom and so i don't know how that dynamic now is going to work because it's been me doing it yeah so it's so that's the i guess the really the only tension uh um i've just been staying busy because of i've been just taking everything i was like i'm here let me just take everything so that's just been been it so yeah no with me it's uh just we got four kids doing distance learning and then you have a baby and a three-year-old that want to you know want all the attention so my wife's trying to help the kids and do this and I'm still trying to do things around the house so there's just a lot of that and then two of them being full immersion Spanish and uh, my wife's decent in Spanish but I have no clue um, so that makes it difficult too. just uh, so that's that's just the the pressure of you know they want help and I'm sitting there going, I don't know what it's saying. And they can't fully translate it over to English yet because it's second and third grade. So, you know, their grasp is all there. So, I mean, that's just, that's creating it. And then, oh, and man. Oh, <laughs> oh, so close. We thought he oh, was so there. Close. Hit the beep, hit the beep, that's... hurry, hit the beep. Oh no, he's back. Oh, he's oh. back. I see that. There you go. <laughs> that was just a small Oh, oh I'll muted. take that one any day of the week. Wow, muted by host. Okay. I see how <laughs> You're back. 
You're not going to call anymore. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you me, that one wire, John. <laughs> for me, I mean, Alex has been homeschooled for the past couple of years. So, and I would love to sit here and say, hey, it's no big issue. You know, he's homeschooled then, he's homeschooled now, but really, there's no social interaction that he usually gets. Like we could, you know, we would go on field trips once a week and we would go do something out in the community, that kind of stuff. And we don't get to do that. For me, we, I spend a lot of time with Alex and in the house anyhow. The only thing with the coronavirus that has really changed for me is I can't go run outside at two o'clock in the morning. Oh man, they took that away from you? Yeah. We're at mandatory stay at home unless you're going for essentials only. Is that your county? Yeah. Okay. Because my county is fascist. <laughs> Must be run by a Democrat. Oh. How about them twins? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to keep politics out of it, Eric. All right, moving on, moving on. No. Come on, Arthur. Uh, yeah, well, no, I noticed, uh, you know, me and my wife, we're both still working full-time, and to do the homeschool thing, like, I I have no desire to be a teacher. I don't want to do it. I, I They get paid very good money to teach my kids. I'm okay with that. And um, when, since this has started, uh, coming home from work, trying to catch up on what they've already done um, over the internet stuff. But, and it goes back to the same thing. Like their math, I can't get it the way they do it, that common core. And so I, I check their answers the way I know how to do it. And then they're watching me do it. And, you know, it's like, well, damn, no, we don't do it that way. I, like, I don't care. I don't care how you do it. I, this is the way I do it. <laughs> And uh, we do it the know, real way. But the really cool thing is, is today their teacher sent a uh, remind me text uh, saying that she knows that me and Ashley's working uh, full time and uh, still doing the the school with the kids, and she she appreciates that, that that's difficult. So she acknowledged that, which is really cool. And then. Um, She's, she offered help. Like, she's like, just tell me uh, a time and all that stuff, and I'll get on with your kids to show them whatever. Because I guess they're falling behind workload-wise where they should be. And it's like, I – yeah. So it, it, that's the struggle. And then, like, this week, my wife's still traveling. So, um, you know, she's been gone since Tuesday – and, uh, you know, thankfully my, my parents are watching the kids while I work and they're helping them with the schoolwork, but it's kind of the same situation. They have no idea how to do Common Core and they're not going to look up YouTube videos on how to do it. So it's, you know. So do you, do you understand that they don't get paid enough to deal with your kids on an eight hour basis every day? <laughs> oh. No, that, that I had 
I had somebody tell me that that they they had made the statement that you did about how um, grateful they were that you didn't want to be a teacher and they get paid well well enough. And then he said, after a week of homeschooling my kid, I realized my teachers don't get paid enough and that I should be giving them gift cards on a weekly basis. <laughs> well, I didn't say well enough. They get paid well. Here in Louisiana, they get paid well. I don't know about y'all state. Oh, uh, I don't know of course, they deserve more money. I will always say that uh, for teachers and what they do. Um, but, yeah, I, I have no desire to be a teacher. The, the biggest shock to my system was what the teachers had to accomplish like the first year that we homeschooled Alex, we used the same curriculum that the school did, was how much they have to teach in a specific way they have to teach with the number of kids versus just one. And I'm like, how? How do you do this? So we had to do our own system. And then all the standardized testing, you have to teach to the standardized yeah, testing. And they have, and yep. they have to cover so But I, I want to give a huge shout out to them because when, you know, the, the schools first closed and there was a, the first one or two days of like, oh, what are we doing? You know, like these teachers, like especially in West Baton Rouge where I live, like they rallied, man. They're, they're, they jumped on top of the, the – online opportunities, the, the digital opportunities, the Zoom calls, the Skype, the, uh, the I, I forgot the Seesaw. name of that they use, but uh, what's that? Seesaw. I don't know what that is. Oh, Clever. Nope. Yeah, we got all kinds of them up here. Clever. Yeah, we use Clever. Yeah, yeah. we got that. Well, I'll just give them a big shout out for just that creativity. Number one, because they had to still go to work. And, you know, so they're just sitting in a classroom twiddling their thumbs trying to figure this out. And then, you know, when it turned into a month and then it's two months and now they don't know if they're going back this year, you know, it's like well, we got to do something. Well, they've already, they've already told us we're not going – our kids aren't going back to school this year. Uh, man, we hadn't got that message yet. You know, for as backward as Florida – is uh, thought of and rightfully so right um, uh, the they've had this florida online school for a while florida and that was the backbone for what they did and using microsoft teams and like all that stuff and no you're right i, I was impressed uh like our teachers they had it and like here's week three and they started like so you saw week one was yeah you know, everyone's struggling and then it was basically the week two you saw especially janelle's teachers more involved and now week three every day at nine they have a video through microsoft teams and all the kids are there and the teachers are there and every day there's like okay even though it's written out and i have it printed out what she needs to get done from the schedule they talk to the kids so every day there's this face-to-face -face, hey do you have any questions about this or that da, da, da. and you're slowly seeing some of the other teachers that maybe aren't so technical savvy whatever or you know, they're a little bit slower. So like one teacher today posted, he goes, Oh, here's all the work that needs to get done. And I'm like, well, they don't have school tomorrow. So man, this is a lot of work. All right. Uh, but he put the due date for Sunday. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But you know, I sent him my message. I was like, come on, man, this needs to happen Monday. <laughs> <laughs> not, 
not today. And he's like, I know, I'm still learning. I was like, no, it's cool. We'll get it, you know, uh, you know, we'll get it all done. But it's, uh, I it's like. It's amazing to see if we ever go back to that, to the regular format and mass like we used to. I mean. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big change. So all the math that I've seen on, the, that they've been doing. So she's just, uh, she's been doing Zern and extra math, whatever. Zern, that's it. Yeah. And when she's been doing it, it's been, you know, carry the one. And so she was like, Daddy, this is how you do it. I was like, yes, uh, let me, yes, carry the one. Let's go. <laughs> let me show you this. And uh, and so that's how she's got to fill it out. And uh, so that's been really cool. So, but I think that's just uh, like, I've been impressed with how Florida has been able to do it. Uh, they passed out laptops to people who didn't have computers. Um, and if they don't have internet access, there's still packets that they pick up and turn in every day. Uh, so kudos, not that, I don't know if any of the teachers, whatever, you know, if you're a Florida teacher, uh, I think you guys have done an outstanding job with everything. I think all, yeah, actually all, all teachers, teachers. Yeah. Oh, I know my mom's a teacher in Oklahoma and she's been doing some crazy stuff too, trying to make it all work out. I think they use Google school or Google classroom. Yeah. Google classroom and yeah. Um, and all that. So. Yep. All the new first responders, and and by first new first responders, I mean the people in the grocery stores, you know the delivery drivers. I think they all need a kudos because mm -hmm. they sit here. Uh, you know, my wife and her colleagues have said, you know, when it comes to thanking first responders, don't thank us for being essential during this time. We knew what we were signing up for somebody who works in a grocery store, somebody who is the delivery driver who is exposing themselves so that we don't starve in our house because none of us know how to cook or clean or do any of that stuff. Wow. <laughs> they sit here and, you know, they're exposed to it on a level that for what they are paid and what they, you know, their job description originally was is just above and beyond. And they, you know, Today, I sit here and I went uh, grocery shopping for some stuff and I passed out bottles of hand sanitizer <laughs> to the people. Here, you deserve this. Here, you deserve this. No, you're right. lady so, cry. <laughs> you're right, because yesterday, we, so we went to Home Depot to buy paint. And Home Depot's got a rule. There's only one person behind the paint counter and they have, you know, the six feet by the paint counter. This is all for protection. There's signs. And there was a backlog. And this guy, uh, elderly guy, was working his tail off, right? And he had his helper to help him, hey, you go get this kind of primer or this whatever so I can start mixing. And they would swap out every so often. But there was this other guy waiting. And he was just getting so frustrated and kept making comments and just frustrated. And he was just, you could just tell, like, all this stuff. And he was just yelling at the guy behind the, the desk. And I finally just like, hey, I was like, hey, it was like, the store doesn't have to be open, man. He didn't have to come to work. The other guy didn't have to come to work. They probably could have said, we don't feel safe. Home Depot did not have to be open. This is something that they chose to do. They weren't told that they're essential, right? They're not in the list of all the stuff. They did not necessarily have to open. I was like, all of us are here. I was like, just dude, it's, you're going to get your paint. What you want. You're going to get your paint. I was just like, yeah, great. be grateful that this dude is here working his tail off right now. And he's like, oh, and he stormed off. 
And uh, he came back like 20 minutes later, you know, and finally was able to get his stuff because all of us were just waiting for our paint. Like we went, gave him the order, and then just went shopping and then just came back. And it's just like, I didn't talk to him again, but it's just like, be grateful. Like, like the, you can't expect that Home Depot is going to operate as Home Depot did before. Like, right. So, no. Yeah, right. I gave my GNC guy a bottle of hand sanitizer as a thank you for being there and stacking all my energy drinks and you know, nice. <laughs> you know that which allows me to operate on the maximum not quite maximum potential <laughs> <laughs> so i guess uh i'm the only one who hasn't gone yet but uh so we have different traditions my family has always had a tradition of uh you know like a a ham that they cooked and, and then Sharon has uh, a lot of her traditions that are, you know, some Dutch uh, from her Dutch background and then some of the stuff that she picked up when she was um, on in the um, uh, uh, Bonaire and some of the Bonarian food. And um, so we tried to different holidays or different activities. We tried to do a, a themed meal in a sense of, so like for my birthday and Christmas, we've done a Venezuelan meal. So something from Venezuela for me. Uh, and then we've done a couple of Dutch things and we're going to try something different this year. Um, if, if we can find all the ingredients in time, if not, then we'll just easily swap over. But um, that's really the big change is that, so as a family, us, we never really made our own tradition. We've just used what our families had done. And I think this year we're going to try something and be like, this is do or that's what this has been a year of that year of different adventures as uh, so the family trying our own thing. Like, you know, we, uh, you know, finally had a Christmas where we did not travel to see anybody. It's just like uh, we had our first real family vacation where we didn't travel to see people. We traveled on our own. And that was this summer. And so it's kind of these new little things. Uh, our church, and I think it's cool, our church reached out to the government here locally. And they said, listen, we still want to do our drive-in church. We want to have people drive to church Sunday morning, stay in their cars. And they said, do it. Uh, and they said that they're allowed to do the Wednesday night meals the same way. You call up ahead of time, you know, Monday, you got to call up. And then it's a drive-through, and as you're driving through, the pastor, pastor's son, like all the, the main, uh, the pastor, the associate pastors, and like the main people are going to then hand you your food, like deliver it, right? You pay, and then they're going to give you your food. So they're picking, they said suspended that, and now they got permission to do that back up. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, they did a drive-by Easter egg thing, which I was not, like you drove around the church campus looking for eggs in your car. Yeah, I was like, ah, no. Someone's like, hey, you want to come do this? And I'm like, no, uh, Janelle's playing Minecraft. So she's happy doing that. She's like, I'm not going to, like, sorry. This is <laughs> just, but uh, yeah, so no really new traditions. Uh, we're going to probably either Skype or, I don't know, probably not Skype, but um, 
my mom loves Facebook Messenger, so if we can get the whole family on Facebook Messenger or mm. something, uh, probably just talk with them. Uh, but other than that, nothing, nothing crazy. But I think we're going to try to start something new in the sense of it's either going to be a Venezuelan meal or uh, I can't think of the name of it, but it's a meal from Bonaire. Uh, she's made it once and it was delicious. It's like a peanut butter based. It's it's awesome. Nice. So. Well, just just remember, if you use Zoom, make sure you have it secured. Oh, uh, like this don't one. Don't give your password out. Yeah, don't let people know what your channel number is. Like yeah, that's exactly. Easy. Like don't dial eight. No. <laughs> <laughs> one, well, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Well, what Zoom's doing is, if you don't have an invite, you get put into a waiting room, and the only way you get into it now is if you have a password. So, setup. so I you, don't have a waiting for this one. I don't have a waiting room set up for us because we're the only Zo ones Zoom's already setting it up is what I'm saying. Yeah, they're doing that. So if you've if you've got access, which we do to your channel, we can just come right in. But anyone who doesn't could try and type in and they would go be put into a waiting room for you to bring into the meeting. Yep. So, yeah, they're they're not allowing it that way. And they said that's automatic unless yep. they have the invite to actually click to get in. They can't get in without a password. Yeah, and then they can't change names. Or actually, I can allow people to change names or share it. So they're giving me or the the admins more control or more easily accessible control. The control was always there, but you had to hunt for it. Now it's on your bottom screen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all right there. Um, I just looking at chat. I know some of us have answered in there, but some uh, Daryl. Like, do you guys like all the religious movies on TV? And I guess he was talking about like the Ten Commandments, some of the old school ones. Like, which I'm guessing what Charles to Heston, Ten Commandments. And, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like some, of, I like. So there was a time where I really did not like Christian movies or religious movies, but I think they're getting really good. Like Facing the Giants is one of my favorite movies. I love it. Oh, Facing uh, the Giants is awesome, man. Yeah. So those people, that group of people, like yeah, all church members. Yeah, they've done a lot of good, and I think a lot of the movies have done really well. Fireproof was all right, uh, but the Rages is one of my favorites. The Which Kendrick one? Brothers. Yeah, the Kendrick Brothers. So like War Room was powerful. Yes. yes. Uh, their latest one. Um, Breakthrough. No. Uh, the, cro the, the cross country. Run yeah, the, that one, I can't think of the name. Uh, that one was really good. Uh, this, I think, it's done well, but uh, main been uh, apparently there's this new. I keep seeing Facebook things for it. it's called like the Chosen. I don't know anything about it. About Jesus talking to the disciples and getting to them. So um, I don't know much about that one. I know John, you do pure flicks, right? Yeah, we, I just signed up for that. So that's pretty cool. It's got some, it's got a lot of the movies like God's Not Dead, God's Not Dead 2. Um, it's got a new one, Cage 2, um, that, uh, or no, Cage. I can't remember what it's about, uh, sex trafficking. Okay. Um, so it's it's a good movie. But what's interesting about Pure Flix is then when you go back and it goes into the TV shows, it's got like the old westerns. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. You know? Nice. Yeah, so it's got Roy Rogers and Cisco Kid, and it's got all those series. <laughs> and they now have the entire Answers in Genesis library within uh, within Pure Flix now. Yep. And the kids' things are really cool. Yeah. 
We've been they doing got, right they, now they got the good Veggie Tales ones. Yeah, we've been doing right now media, so that's got a lot of good kid stuff. Yeah. Superbook, which my daughter right likes, and like all that. But they don't really have movies or TV shows. I mean, it's mainly for like scripture and all that. Um, I'm trying to think, there was uh, uh, that one, the one, the movie that they made about uh, Planned Parenthood. That was powerful. Unplanned. Yes, yeah, and they got, they got the R rating, and people were trying to. That one was powerful. That one was good. Um, and then, of course, I mean, I don't know how many of y'all have seen Passion of the Christ. Uh, I thought it was done very well. Very, the, uh, you know, as we talk about Good Friday and everything going on, it's still very, very painful to watch that scene in Passion of the Christ when um, they are beating Jesus. And to know that that probably isn't even, that it was still worse than what they portrayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you see the picture behind me? Yeah. Uh, that was a, um, a passion play we did at my church where uh, he would, he was put up on there, you know, so he was strapped up and they, they you know, they had the um, acting blood or whatever, just pouring down his body. And before he went up there, of course, they're walking down the aisle and you got guys slapping the whip on the floor. And I mean, it was, it was the, it was such a cool scene because the reaction of the audience blew your mind. I mean, you had people openly crying. Um, I mean, you would see people just shudder every time the whip hit the floor. And I mean, it just brought them right there. And, And some people were incredibly turned off by it because it was too real. It was too, too much for them. And they're like, they don't need all that blood. And it's like, dude, man, this isn't anything compared to what he was at all. Oh, but no. it was it was still, it was really interesting because they used the sound effects and they used that type of stuff to really drive it home. And then you had the whole group of actors walking in front of all this stuff and some were cheering on that he was being crucified and others were wailing at the fact that he was being crucified. And you had the, um, the uh, temple guards and people would go up there and they would literally push them onto the floor and so i mean so it was just it was just chaos going on and uh some friends of mine that were in the audience were like they go it it just felt like we were right there for that moment because it was just it was screaming and yelling and crying and all this stuff just whirling around you and then all of a sudden the light comes up and there he is like he is back in the background there up on there you know and 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 then everything just kind of goes quiet and it's pretty it's pretty cool but yeah, I mean, what they do in the movie is intense. My favorite it scene. It's my it favorite is. scene because it it just drives home so deep what really has. I mean, the stripes he took for what I do is yep. just yeah, it drives it straight to the heart. And despite no matter what, uh, you know, maybe we can't get with good with families, or maybe we can't do what we normally can do because of the current global situation or local situation, but it's a little bit different no matter where you're at. Despite all that, the one thing that hasn't changed, right, is the fact that Christ knowingly and obediently went to the cross, suffered greatly for us, died, but best, just like what's behind me, right? He rose from the grave. And because of that, we have freedom from our sins, right? Uh, he conquered death. 
he went and defeated death. It's that new covenant. He became the ultimate sacrifice. And that's really what we should be focusing on. Yeah, so, and you go off that. And what Eric yeah. talked about today, he said, and when he said, you know, forgive them for they know not what they do. And then his final words were, you know, it is finished or it is done. And then the ripping of the veil. I mean, yeah. a lot of people just kind of breeze past the ripping of the That's veil. That's one of the miracles. The ripping of the veil I, I know. And it, 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 what's, yeah. What Eric said today is it is perfectly put yeah. is when it, that veil was ripped, it opened up the passage. Because before yeah. that, you couldn't go beyond the veil without being struck down. You know, that was the whole thing. The holy area was not for anyone to be. And when Jesus said, this is finished, and that, that ripped – that tore open, and now it's like, yes, this is open to us now because the veil's been removed. And so many times it's just passed over, and the veil ripped, and this and that. And it's like, dude, do you understand why the veil was ripped? Do you understand what that did? It, you know, it wasn't just this, this, oh, the veil ripped. Ooh, that's kind of cool. No, I mean, it literally opened up heaven to us because now we could be seen in the holy place where before that wasn't allowed. My pastor, I think last, I think it was last Sunday, was talking about the ripping of the veil, and he said what's really cool about it is when you hear it, it says it ripped from the top, so it's as if God was holding it and just Himself just ripped it, just ripped it Himself, then like 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 this, and then uh, and then a cool story about the breaking of the rocks and like all that, um, and tie that to the you know, Moses and hitting of the rock in a break. It's just a lot of cool symbology that is in those passages that get, you're right, you get glossed over. But that's so powerful. The ribbon of the bell is probably one of the most important things. Yeah. You know, outside of the actual resurrection was the breaking of the veil because you're right, that gives us that free passage. You know, we can do like what Pope wants us to do, told us to do and go straight to God with our sorrows now because we can't go to a priest. So we can do it now. <laughs> yeah well it's it, you know it's it, it's it's like a it's like i said earlier in uh today's electronic rush hour you know basically what that did that just opened the that just opened the door a door that had been closed for for you know generations um they had to have a priest go in and um you know offer the sacrifice and you know um, basically um take and splash the blood in there on the um you know in the in the holy of holies and you know when that veil, when that veil was ripped it, it it was like it was god saying all right now the door is open you can come by yourself you don't need anyone else to come on your behalf jesus has come on your behalf and now that it's finished his work is done he's created that that he was the key that opened the door to allow us to go to God without having to have, without going through an intermediary, intermediary, kind of like a priest. Um, somebody else always had to go in because of course, you know, man was not righteous enough. He was not sent in a position where he could just walk in and, and, and do it. It had to be done by a, a, a Levitical priest. So, you know, it's, um, it's kind of amazing when you think about it. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's just so much power and so much symbolism behind it. 
um, it, it, it goes even deeper than, than I went today. I mean, there's so much, so much greater symbolism in that veil being ripped. Um, you know, what does a veil do? A veil hides something, right? Um, obscures or obscures something kind of like, um, we're all married on here. All right. When you got married, did your wife have a veil? Yes. No. No. Okay. Well, two out of five is not bad, but you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing that veil. Right. You, yeah. And they bring up the veil. You know, and you bring up the veil and you can actually, you actually get to see your wife. Well, guess what? <laughs> the, the veil, the, that was obscuring the vision and the entry into the Holy of Holies was taken away. And we can, we can now go and see God's beauty ourselves. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to get off a soapbox before I start going again. (laughs) (laughs) No. So let's do, and, uh, so let's start. And I want to go back to what Danny said, we're going to kind of end with this. So how about a new tradition? Let's focus every time this year comes out, let's make it our point, at least us to proclaim not bunnies, not chocolate, but to make it just as we proclaim Christ and everything during Christmas, let's be just as loud and everything starting like we started tonight. And we'll do it. And I'm pretty sure the verse of the day tomorrow when I do coffee with Carl is going to (laughs) be something to do with Good Friday because it just seems to be where they're leading up to, right? So let's just do that. So Danny, um, uh, you're right. It's maybe not as loud. So let's be the agent of change. Yeah. Um, so let's just start that. So to everyone. So with that, we're going to close uh, with someone. And I want everyone just so focus. Tomorrow's Good Friday. Focus on what Christ did for you on the cross. And just think about it because specifically he was thinking of you. He was thinking of you specifically. When he obediently went to the cross, went through all that pain, and decided to get, and obediently get crucified. He was thinking of you. And I want you to really uh, just kind of have that thought when you go in through your day and you're reading scripture and all that stuff, that Christ specifically was thinking of you. So uh, does anyone want to close this off in prayer? Yeah, I'll do it. Father God, thank you for this day. Father, thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, as we lead up to tomorrow and the suffering he endured, Father, Lord, for the joy that came after, Father, thank you. Thank you for opening that veil for us, Father, for tearing it down and making it available. Lord, Lord, as we go about our evenings and nights, Lord, pray your uh, blessings upon everyone, Father, uh, as we're inside and social media and up, Father, that you will move through hearts and minds and let your will be done, Father. Thank you for the opportunity to come on here and share your word with uh, great brothers and friends, Father. Lord, uh, I love you, honor, and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, everyone, be blessed. And uh, I'll see you guys uh, coffee with Carl and Danny's uh, 
daily devotion and electronic rush hour and sandwich for songs tomorrow. Is it happening, John? Yes, it will. Yes! Yes! yes. And then, and then, a sandwich! Yes! And then we got Midnight Motivation coming up in probably about the hours <laughs> there, Arthur. <laughs> he's so, muted out. I think he's yeah, having he a coffer. He's in the All right, everyone. You guys be blessed. See you everyone later. See you. Thank <laughs> you.